0: Dale, meet mesquite repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. All makes one you were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 58. What the hell is wrong with you?
1: Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's five forty-five. My name is John. There's Brett. Lucky to be There's here. There's Brett. <laughs> There's a big dick. Somewhere. Yeah uh fresh off my trip to flavor town yesterday that's right i'm still blown away i did it well brett i'm i'm always the one that I, look look if i'm gonna bash somebody and bash something i'm gonna go take a i'm gonna stand in the ring with them oh. i'm not gonna just bash it because I, I think guy fairy is one of the largest charlatan frauds in the history of television i am mean, i'm saying in the history of the 90 years of tv's invention <laughs> and 75 in people's homes he is one of the biggest frauds to ever perpetrate the American psyche, completely. Telling people he's, here's how you have to know what, and I've been saying this for years, trying to just, he's, the wool's been pulled. Uh, any dude that goes place to place and tells you how great everything is that he's ever tasted, there's no reason to trust his judgment because he never tells you what he doesn't like. So then you have to assume, oh, he'll say everything's good just to take the check and leave. Yeah, And he puts his name on anything when TGI Fridays had his five signature dishes.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And
1: then announced later these aren't up to our standards. You had to realize, okay, guy's not a chef. He's a fry cook who got a name on TV somehow. <laughs> then he goes, then he goes door to door eating, you know, basic foods that only Africans would be impressed that he had in his hands because we can get anything he gets. It's not there's nothing new or special. You can really taste the, the salt. Like we all have salt in our house, guy. This has salt and meat and bread. We took some bread and we heated it and made something called toast. I'm like you're not invent, you've done nothing. So he's gone around. to no, he's a scam artist. He's gone
0: around to places that have had that already have a great reputation. But even if they the didn't, most part.
1: he's a scam artist. It's for it's, the most part. It's, it's it's if a movie company hired that's the scamming part. If a thing. movie company hired this. critics to tell you that every movie they make was great, you'd see through it. And I don't know why nobody sees through this guy. Because if Roger Ebert was getting paid by Paramount, and it seemed that every Paramount movie he watched was five out of five, best movie ever, you'd be like, "This guy is scamming me. Like everything he's doing is a scam." And I don't know why a guy doesn't have it. But I went down to Flavortown yesterday because if I'm going to say all this bad about him, I need to know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I—I ne- I am not wrong. <laughs> I am not. Was there wrong. just a?
0: There was a little bit of fear. Like, what if? This oh, sure. Really There's it. that
1: moment, and I would have eaten that today. Uh, I was wrong. I would have proudly eaten that and I would eat anything you proudly other than what I ate yesterday, which were trash can nachos. Twenty dollars for the average Joe. Because he's you know, he's talking to people in trailer parks and lesser uh income people because he's like, You can afford any of this and then he puts twenty dollar appetizers out there. And I normally wouldn't complain about this, but it was it was something that I used to eat in my friend Adam Boatsman's house in college when it was four in the morning. We're like, What do you have? I got these chips. I got some old cheese, uh, beans, and we would pour it and put it in a microwave. And it was college drunk food and not good college drunk food. It was the microwave. Oh, it was terrible. He
0: sent us a picture Hilarious. without saying what it was. And I was sure. I'm like, oh, he got some kind of sushi, sashimi salad. No.
1: Uh, <laughs> but it's just, I just don't see why people. And, and then you look at the reviews and it's like, it's got one star. Okay. Flavortown has a star. I've never seen that before. Because it's disappointing that people think but again, we live in a world where Jason Momoa is the ambassador, the United States ambassador to underwater life. Because most of the uh, population is flat out stupid and like, oh my God, he's really awkward. Man, he didn't talk to the fish. I'm surprised the deep from the boys isn't like his second in command. <laughs> but it's yeah, we're 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 enamored by it. But yeah, if I if you know if you had somebody that constantly went around and told you that every Applebee's is the best restaurant in town, and then you found out they're getting paid by Applebee's, the skepticism would kick in. I don't know why this guy doesn't have skepticism all over but oh my Lord, was it bad. So we poured raisins on it, and then I put a sock on top of it, and I would gladly have eaten that sock before. Just as a joke, thinking this was funny. It's actually Without to the the any inside. of the
0: sauces there, you just uh-huh. eat the sock plain. Oh,
1: I would choke down <laughs> roll after roll of socks before I'd go back into that nightmare and the poor waitress she was so sweet just the, the i felt bad for her like she, I, i'm like blink if you're being held hostage like nobody should want to give this food to people terrible so flavor town oh out of five
0: it's like trash can nachos belong in the trash i would can. eat out of a trash can place.
1: and i was happy because i've called him a fraud for a long time and i was right i was 100 percent accurate on that i, I saw through him immediately I've kept that alive for the whole time, and now I looked at it, and I'm like, you know what? Taste it. You know what? Go to full nine. Don't say you don't like Brokeback Mountain. Watch it. Judge it, because I, you know, everybody's like, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching it. I went and saw it, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, pretty amazing movie. But all the, I know, I know. Nobody wants to talk about why. It's kind of got some gross stuff in it for the heterosexual male, but if you can get past all that, it's a pretty amazing movie. Guy Fieri stuff. I'd rather be in the tent in Brokeback Mountain with Heath Ledger oh, spitting in his hand than ever. Oh, Jesus. Uh, if I, look, if, flavor, if Flavortown was a real city, it would be Tucson. If Flavortown had buildings and citizens and was a town, uh, I would call Al-Qaeda and i go, hey, I got a new target. <laughs> Flavortown's <laughs> awful. And hilarious that he calls it Flavortown because the flavor... They don't tell you it's good Flavortown. I'll tell you, there is flavor, but oof. Ah, so thank you. That, I give that thing maybe six months max. Like the average restaurant life over there at the bank park. Well, everything in there before, I don't know how it's, it was hilarious because everything everything that could have gone wrong went wrong too. Walked in there, there's an arrow that says this way to Flavortown. I can't believe you didn't try Mac
0: Daddy Mac and
1: Cheese. Which is, by the way, saw it. (laughs) It's the the microwavable mac and cheese. They just pull it out of the carton, pour it into a bowl, and then sprinkle, uh, you know, the breadcrumbs that poor people have in their house for flavor.
0: And you realize, oh, I mean, looked look, awful. There's, there's five locations of Flavor Town in Arizona. Oh, but no, they
1: have the mobile the ghost ones. kitchen yeah. ones. Look at the reviews of them, they're hilarious. Everybody's like, This was one of the most disappointing things I've done. But he'll put his name on anything. I just, I just, I, I like when frauds are exposed. I, I just, I can't, Like, I think that's a public service. I think that's one thing that. Radio and TV should be doing. Don't do that. He's a fraud. (laughs) His flaming... I mean, when Bobby uh, Moynihan on Saturday Night Live started to make fun of him doing the same things I've been doing here, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not the only one. I thought for some reason I felt like I was alone, and the audience is in uproarious laughter. I'm like, oh my God, everybody sees it, thank God. And then they don't. The shark is jumping slowly. It's, It's gone. It should have never left the water. There's nothing about him that had a peak. The frauds don't have peaks; they have flashes of like what's going on over here. It's just loud people. Oh, he's just off. So my review is zero, zero <laughs> of five, bread. And you should go down there and try it. It's it's that it's that, it's, it's that yeah. Now I it's I, that I bad to. that it should create curiosity and going how in the world am I not the world's greatest chef? Because anything I put together out of my like I can take potato chips, wet cheese, and some breadcrumbs, and evidently it would make the menu because and I don't know what I'm doing. Neither does he. Closing frogs. That's huge. And it's a big day for that because Mike Watkins is going to join us
0: today. I know. I'm bummed. I'm oh, yes. going to miss
1: it. You're going to be at the van. I know. Mike Watkins is joining us today. And that is ridiculous. I don't know. Speaking of ridiculous, what is going on? Man, this is You're seeing it. Crazy. I'm seeing it. The ski Mask is seven minutes early.
0: The ski it's getting mask. earlier and earlier every day. 53. Wow. FLTS is letting her out early.
1: Wow. I don't know what's going on. Well, tomorrow it. is payday. Tomorrow is payday. Yeah. So she's putting on the show for this week. I'm impressed. Ski Mask, I'm impressed. Well, well done.
0: S- Two minutes below six this week's Is time. there a
1: picture coming? Uh, that's Toledo. Oh, okay. I don't know what's happening.
0: 558 attendance. Starbucks oh, no. at and hand, too. Nice. This guy
1: said, my wife had this delivered to the house. And it's Flavor Town gear <laughs> grounds for divorce, <laughs> that's right? That's grounds there. for divorce, my friend. <laughs> no judge will see is grounds <laughs> for divorce. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, what are you going to do? I don't know if you guys watched the other thing. It was hilarious yesterday. Talk about frauds. The uh, I stumbled across this. Uh, the Republican debate for governor.
0: I missed it. I was oh, pissed.
1: What a show! That was an absolute <laughs> show, and that. Uh, I can't wait for the Democrats to get in the room. This is the group of people that's on the same team. They're all fighting for the same side, and I've never... and again, it was it was. It, it, I think it should have been. Maybe that's called, why
0: Salmon got out.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know who the dude was, but it was basically Ted Simons and three menopausal women on their last period. It was the loudest, meanest Ooh. women's fight they're going ass. every woman hated the other woman it was it's like it would have been like traveling with couples that have never been together guaranteed one of the women is going to hate another one that catfight got crazy fast but did you hear him join in the dude He's, yeah. he says i haven't been on stage with this many women since i went to a baby shower <laughs> yeah yeah that guy who was that i don't know that no dude i just like he sat back like i'm just here for the bitches like that guy had no had nothing to add, and he should have won. Yeah, I, mean, I would have won that debate knowing nothing about the topic, just letting them fake go nuts. Lake, and fake Lake, yeah, and all, Fake <laughs> Lake, and
0: not caring for Arizona.
1: Whenever that lady, whenever uh, Carrie Lake spoke, they went, "That's another you know, fake Lake, fake Lake, fake Lake." And she's like, "Ted, are you going to get control of this?" And Brady and I both used to work with Ted Simons, and Ted is a—I think he's—he's he's an odd man, but he doesn't—he's found his niche. PBS Channel Eight is Solid. where he belongs. Uh, <laughs> it is. Because I used to work with him pretty closely when I would help produce his show. He used to do a morning show at KZON in Phoenix, uh, late 90s. And he would write down his own name. Like, our breaks were talking. It was dead quiet when the music would play, and you just hear the rattling of a keyboard. And if you walked by, it would say, 101.5 The Zone, I am Ted Simons. He would write down his own name. And we are looking for uh he would write down the uhs. Like his conversational style was. He was writing down his delivery. It was autistic. It was like everything the uhs, the pauses. He wrote it all down. And there wasn't a time he deviated from that. If you, if you, like if something happened in the middle of it, he would just get right back on track. He, there was no conversation. So. Yesterday, I saw that Ted again. We said, all right, ladies. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And he had no idea. He was like, oh, you're you're breaking the script completely. Ted had no chance, though. These broads went nuts. And it was hilarious. They had to come out on fire. Oh, was it Trump-esque it, it, uh, debate? It, or? It, it Trump ruined debates forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he basically made it so if you don't like what that person's saying, just start yelling.
0: Most aggressive wins. Yeah, and
1: he... And, and moderator, schmoderator. That guy tries to get control of the thing. Just just railroad that dude. Just run over him. And Carrie Lake in the middle goes, I feel like I'm on a Saturday Night Live sketch. What is going on? And she said what I said. She almost earned my vote yesterday because I think she said in the middle, what the f*** going <laughs> on? Which is how all of us feel. And that anyone watches. that
0: would have an advantage on the debate would be her.
1: Well, you'd think so. Televised. It didn't matter because it wasn't. Anything more than just who's gonna sh- who's gonna get the best insult in it was a wild Out, basically with white yes. old ladies. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, yo mama yeah. with uh... <laughs> It was. It was yo mama with uh, The Only thing missing, balderrama. Brett, was a yeah. yo mama joke. <laughs> yeah. If Nick Cannon came out to host Wild Out with old menopausal women, it would have looked like this. And the best thing for Nick Cannon is none of them can get pregnant anymore. So it probably would be a better thing for him to host. If we're gonna have mo- this is a group of women who are on the same team what's going to happen when the other side steps this is good they're going to be fistfights
0: oh no it it'll be united great. john you know they hate each other and then oh, they no, no, come no. together
1: what, what i'm saying is when a democrat stands in that room in the next debate when there's actually a democrat versus a republican watching what's yesterday i'm like if these guys don't get along what are they going to do to each other with somebody who's on the opposite team this is like when you watch the diamondbacks fight in the dugout like, oh our team's in trouble Whenever you have sideline scuffles, if the Bears have Justin Fields yeah. fighting, you know, you're like, oh, no, our guys are fighting. Great. You know deep down right then in sports that when your team's in the dugout throwing hands at each other, when Jeff Kent fought Barry Bonds, you're like, what's going on with the Giants? You know your team is in trouble. You know it. And uh, I don't know what's going on. Did that you get was,
0: a flyer on it? How did you know the debate was I going just flipped on? around.
1: It was on at 5 o'clock. I know. And I was flipping and I, I heard... I'm like, what was that? And I stopped on Channel 8, which is rare unless there's, you know, a mammogram or something crazy on there. Because they show those. They sometimes have old foreign movies on Friday nights at like 11. Full nudity. It's great. It's like having Cinemax before Cinemax existed. Really?
0: I didn't know that. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh. Before I had – my dad wouldn't get cable for us. And I discovered that late night Fridays PBS shows dirty movies. Not like porn, but – Right. Like classics. And they, they – Love scenes. They uh, – they liked the ones with tons and tons of nudity. There was one that uh, Guy Ritchie and Madonna redid it, and it was no good. But I can't remember what it was in the late 80s, 60s and early 70s, that uh, just naked on a beach the entire time. And the girl was hot. I can't remember what it was. But it was pretty
0: good.
1: So yeah, PBS, I never stop on that. But this was insane. So good luck to Carrie Lake and Karen Robson, Taylor Robeson, and that crazy Paula lady.
0: Anyone sway your vote then? <laughs> uh-uh.
1: I, want, I I do want to see him on TV every day. Who, who was the winner? Who Ted Simons. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Simons was the winner because he seemed like the only one up there that had any sort of idea of how to act like a human being. Three ladies and a dude. And then another dude. I don't know who that guy was. I think he just might have been a stagehand that grabbed a chair and filled space. Because you're right, Toledo's right. I haven't been in the room with this many people since I've been in a baby shower. All right, ladies, how about a little food? Get some service up here. The only thing you're missing was his double Yeah, guns. the double gun. Which one of you hoes likes the kitchen most? Because you'll be the one I vote for to go get me a beer. But yeah, Ted Simons was the winner. And nobody watched this thing five o'clock on a Wednesday and you didn't know about it. But if you happen to see it, Holy Moses, did you get entertained. It was bananas. Fake like. Oh, it was great. Just shouting, screaming at each other. Yeah, you should, you should watch it, Brady. You Scott would, Neely. That's who that was? Yeah. Scott Neely, you got no chance. Because <laughs> basically we just watched a, a defeated husband sit there while his wife fought other girls. It was, it was who could be the least impressive is basically what happened. And then just a the shouting match. Boy, yeah, Ted Simons was the big winner. I'm, I'm, congratulations, Ted. I used to work with Ted. I'd be happy to vote for him for governor. I know he'd be organized, that's for sure. We had Everclear in the studio once when Everclear was huge. And the guy comes in, Art, the lead singer, tells Ted, I'm not real uh, not real clean this morning. My throat hurts. Well, we're going to have a song. We have a song scheduled. But I, uh, I don't know. Don't, well, it's, 7:45. We have a song scheduled, so you're going to play. And the guy's management's like, "We did agree to a song." He's like, "All right, I'll I'll power through it." And uh, he did that one about the not having a dad, father of mine, or yeah. something like that. I think. Yeah. And it was scratchy and terrible. And Mike's come back on, and Ted goes, "Boy, you weren't kidding." You're really struggling with that voice. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude, you made him sing. He told you, I don't feel do you right. You, bro? Things aren't right. I just woke up, and it's, well, you should have been more prepared. You knew you were coming this morning. Stang out late at night. Did you no favors? And Ted just told him right there on the air, that wasn't very good. And that was the day he went sober. Yeah, probably, <laughs> maybe. But, I mean, the guy's head sunk. Like, I told this dickhead that I didn't feel like singing this morning. Well, there's no other reason to have you here. It's not like you're Led Zeppelin. Sing Everclear. Dance. Father of mine. Whoa, that's terrible. Let me finish.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to let you finish yeah, this one. No, I'm going to let you <laughs> go ahead.
1: But we are scheduled till 749 for the song. So power through. And the dude did, to his credit, I'm sitting there because I was filling in that day for Ted's normal producer. And I'm trying to work the volume on the board. And I can't get that right, so I'm just turning the guitar up a little bit and turning art down, and doing the best I can.
0: Father, I'm
1: <coughs> he's got something wrong with him. Ted, stop butting in. But boy, he couldn't control that and gaggle of menopause last night. It was fun. What is going to happen when they disagree with the people on stage? This was a group of people all from the same party. It's gonna get fun. And, oh, the second they got to abortion, everybody's eyes lit up. They had something to say. And they all said it at the exact same time. It was the flavor town of debates. It was completely awful. (laughs) Fraudulent people screaming at each other, just being loud and trying to.
0: No one there. No one knew where to go.
1: Well, yeah, I've no. Yeah, it was just there's arrows pointing to things that don't exist. And it was weird. Fun, though. Flat out fun. And I don't know, Brett, I don't know if you saw this stat yesterday. With the new abortion talk and all the nonsense that's going on, vasectomies are up 900%. Wow! Appointments for vasectomies are up 900%. I already got my appointment, so I'm good. Doesn't that tell you how, the, how parents are also frauds? Because they tell us childless people how great it is to be parents. And yet, nine when they find out, oh my God, they're taking away Plan B and contraception stuff. People are like, I'd rather just burn my balls off than ever risk having one of those things. It's true. Like the the, the, the lack of desire of people to have kids is so high that when you take away abortion, men are saying, "Stuff two needles in this and let's get it over with." Nine hundred percent jump at your uh, urologists. They're all they can't keep up with the demand. So. I think we should be doing bogos for friends. I think there should be deals, like, you know, you should be vying for the business. If it's up nine hundred percent, that's supply and demand. Let's should be get discounts. Those yep. balls should be rolling in and rolling out. Start training some of the nurses to get this done. It doesn't seem that hard. Oh hilarious. But uh and like Brett said, Brett was asking me questions. He's like, So you still have, you know, a yeah. shot. Yeah. To, it, everything looks, and I, I can tell you right now if you're considering, because I've talked to a couple people that think your whole system shuts down. Then when they say you're firing blanks, that you just puff air out. That's what I thought. I no. literally had no idea. You're not the only one. Okay. Everything still happens. Everything looks and does. In fact, it's better. Like, my volume increased. Uh, so you're like the decorator now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was for a while afterwards. Nice. I'm, you know, it's been a few years. Uh, there's a I guess uh, the viscous nature of things seems a little bit more goes feels healthier. But no
0: tadpoles.
1: Yeah, there's just (laughs) nothing coming out of there. So it looks, and nobody would know. Like, if you were with some girl for the first time, she wouldn't know you had one. Like, she'd be toweling out her eyes thinking, wow, this guy is just potent. Same thing. There's just nothing inside the the mix. It's like a Guy Fieri ingredient. There's nothing in it. There's absolutely nothing there. (laughs) Nope. Missing the chips and raises. So, for all you guys who thought like Brett did, where you're like, you just, you're. It whistles. You're, now, yeah, now you're just a pretender. <laughs> you're the old prospector who just goes, <coughs> we're all done here. It's not an exhaust pipe. Everything works the same. All right. Mm-hmm. Go get her done. 900% increase in calls for vasectomies. I love it. Hilarious.
0: And if they say a supply chain issue on that, well, they're completely wrong. Uh,
1: the, we've got all the supplies they yeah. need. We'll bring them in. You just provide the needles and the, and the cut because that is so great. But yeah, again, it's these people running out to get this stuff. It cracks me up because it's like the, I've had plenty of people. You just don't know what the gift of a child would do. I'm like, did you get a vasectomy? Yes. Why? I didn't want any more. I'm like, well, if it's such a great <laughs> gift, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want bunches of them? Oh, God, no. That sounds terrifying. There's a lady here at work who has volunteered to watch my dogs. She's like, I'll watch your dogs. I'm like, well, you got to meet them because if one of my dogs doesn't like you, she's, she's got these triggers. She's very temperamental towards people she doesn't know. She only loves me, and that's about it. And she only loves Megan, and that's about it. So if she and she goes, I don't care. And I'm like, well, you got to stay at my house the whole time because that's the deal when you watch my dogs. You're there 24 hours. She goes, yes. And I'm like, but what about your family? And she goes, I want to do this because I want to away from them. <laughs> I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, I don't want to be there anymore. I'm like, oh, do you just want to? just want to live at our house while we're not there? Oh, I if need I a could. break. Please. Not a break. She wants out. Oh. She's done with these oh. things. She's finished with them. I just went away from them. I'm like, I don't, like if I could stay there all the time, I'd pay rent. Like You just went away from the whole thing? Yes. I'm like, all right. Well, come on by and meet Yardley, and if she likes you, then we'll give you a safe haven. I felt like I was taking in an orphan. Hilarious. So get that vasectomy now, because it's not going to be worth it. When you're out there in Scottsdale and the condom breaks and you got no options. And then the next thing you know, you're flying some girl over to Los Angeles to stand in line to get scraped. You
0: and the beard can get a two-for-one over there in San Diego.
1: (laughs) Get to know Cliff Kingsbury because I have a feeling he's got like, you know, you go to some rich people's houses and they open a door and there's a wine cellar and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that was there. Cliff would be like, follow me. I got something to show you. Oh, what is it, Cliff? It's going to be great. (laughs) When this door opens, you're going to be blown away. Check it out. My plan B room. And just walls <laughs> of plan B. I got thousands of pills, man. I'm going to be set forever. This uh, is my 10,000 uh, pill room. That'll last me till Saturday because I got to get <laughs> these hoes all, you know, burned up by the time they leave the house. Beard out.
0: Just shelves, LED lighting, yeah. backlit, different colors. Oh, it's Beautiful. glorious, yeah.
1: I give these to my Latinx girls. They've got a little salsa on them. Plan B, dip themselves in some salsa for those ladies that are from down under. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah, he's he's got it. But, yeah, Plan B's gone. So get that vasectomy today. Good stuff. Mike Watkins is going to join us today to talk about the Warren Jeffs documentary, obviously, and what Mike Watkins is as a legend. And the best thing is uh, Toledo was on. And I got to thank Ian Schwartz uh, from Channel 3. I didn't even talk to Ian about it. I was, I was trying to get other people I know down there that knew Mike Watkins uh ian campfield used to know and i hit him up oh I, really i didn't even think about schwartz who works at channel three because i didn't think they overlapped so i didn't think he'd know and so yesterday i get a text from weatherman ian schwartz and he says uh one of their videographers listens to the show right and uh i can't find it i gotta find that guy's name and he says he heard us talking about mike Watkins yesterday and he says uh his name's Mike Smith. Mike Smith says he listens and he heard you talking about Watkins. And the next thing you know, I got a little blue number from Ian Schwartz. I said, Here. I'm like, What's this? And he goes, It's uh, Watkins's number. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I give it to Toledo. Toledo does his job as a producer, bugs Mike Watkins for a second. Watkins has a great line. He goes, All right, I'll do it. But uh, am I going to have to wear a. Uh, Bulletproof vest and Kevlar, these guys, what's gonna happen in there? They're gonna yeah. come after me? They're like, gonna beat me up. They're gonna beat me up. What do I have to wear protective gear? And so Tula's like, oh no, no, no. Big it's fan. Like you love love the Watkins. Just the leather jacket. Did you did all you put I, that in as a requirement? All I ask is that you come dressed as Mike Watkins. <laughs> That's it. So I gave him the option, like, you know, if you can tomorrow would be great, or we could do next week. And he goes, Oh no, 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 no. Um I'm shooting a movie, so sooner yes. the better. Yes. And, and will they talk about my book? Absolutely. Will we talk about sure. your book? I want to know about your book. I'm very curious about it. So Watkins is going to join us today at 8.30, and uh, that's awesome. And Toledo called him, like, right away. Brave. Nice. Toledo's the guy at the bar that gets the number from the girl and calls her on the way home. That was pretty amazing. Didn't I, wait to three days or no, anything like that? No, I expected Watkins to maybe show up in middle of July, get a call later on. No, he got right on it. So Valley legend, and now national. I mean, he was in Dumb and Dumber. That was his big thing before. Yeah. And I've Listen, only seen him one time at a grocery store. And some how many lady was years
0: talking. did he put into that FLDS? It was, it was, was a mean, long was time. The, the yeah. get
1: go. Well, he got after it once he, once he got his hooks in. But I saw him at the AJ's that one time in his coat. And that lady was talking to him. And he asked her if, if she wanted a picture or autograph and stuff. Like he was there. He was just being Mike Watkins. And I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted you to be. <laughs> Standing in the AJ's, just being you, looking around, going, I know you guys recognize me. Who needs pictures? Like before they even approached him, he was the man. I was taken back by his height. I expected Mike Watkins to be about 6'9", and he's maybe 4'8", I think. Maybe about 4'8". That's it. Wait, Larry's taller than him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he'd kick wow. Larry's ass. <laughs> just on looks. Not not like physical looks, yeah. but like just eyeball to eyeball. Larry would back down to the Watkins eyes. And now with his hair. Oh, I'm so excited. This is a good one. So later today, Mike Watkins joins us to talk uh, about his book, about his time uh, chasing down Warren Jeffs and getting him, and then this uh, documentary that's gone crazy on Netflix, just been great. So, and about his little his, his his habitat, that place he lives, that's just so confusing. And he says it's right up the road. Is it? He said. It's, he says. Oh, that's awesome. That's. Is it great. a bunker. It's, it's a really bunker. He, he lives underground somewhere. That's not that a house. I don't know about That that's, wasn't a that's house. That's underground? Well, it has to be. It looks like there's no windows. It there's, does. I, I, he's hiding yeah. from somebody. I just, I, when I was watching that, I'm like, Watkins lives in some sort of weird cave. People are after him. Oh, I love it. All right, good. That's going to be Maybe fun.
0: it's a room next door to the salt cellar or something.
1: It could See? be. It would be a small little <laughs> cabinet of the salt cellar. He's not a big man. Uh, Brett's going out this morning, too, and we'll tell you where he's going next because it's Operation Hydration. It's Thursday. Uh, it's a nice morning to stand out there, too. A little... Drizzle on you. You're gonna a like moist. It. A little moist. <laughs> moist like those nachos I was eating yesterday. Just add some chips, some pink things, and some yellow wet. What's the yellow wet, guy? <laughs> no one knows what yellow wet is, but it's mystery. all over these. <laughs> the mystery yellow. That's not cheese. It's yellow wet. A guy fieri special. Throw some raisins and a sock on it. Boom! You're in Flavor Town. Hmm. The yellow wet really has a uh, distinct lack of flavor. <laughs> That's my signature. Oh, right. I forgot you're a fraud. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98K, you Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful
0: rock radio station.